Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. We interrupt your two-week safari to bring you some breaking news. This is Dave McBride, joined by Safari Mike. This is a special breaking news edition of Radio Harambe. Mike, we only do this... When two things happen simultaneously, or sort of simultaneously, uh, the first thing has to be a big piece of news. The second thing needs to be, we have already recorded a show for this week, (laughs) or we don't intend to record a show for this week. (laughs) And what has happened is, uh, we both recorded a show, um, a regular show, which you will hear early next week, um, and it's already uh, ready to go, and rather than put in a sort of drop in edit in a, uh, a another news bit here we wanted to kind of give this today's big piece of news as much time as we possibly could because mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen disney has acknowledged harambe market for the first time you know and- what the funny thing is dave if you read the the uh parks blog <laughs> I it know. starts off with the words the much anticipated harambe market Opens late May. Exactly right. I, I, so I, weird. I started grinning as, if, as soon as I read the read the article. It made me laugh. Um, so I, what I'll do is um, just kind of give you the bullet points of the article, and then we'll go into it kind of in in depth. As Mike and I have already alluded to, um, this is the first actual official mention of Harambe Market, which has been the worst kept secret at uh, Disney up to now. Um, Certainly, the Animal Kingdom, the Harambe Market. They're telling us will open at uh, in late May. Mm-hmm. Um, it is going to have African-inspired theme f- street food, so to speak, uh, in what they're calling walk-up windows. Four different ones and two hundred plus seats or space for two hundred plus guests. Um, it's going to be built around a water tower, which we've already seen. Um, they say it's going to try to recreate sort of the bustling marketplace. That's a word that they use. Um, you know, where and and if you've ever seen any travel channel shows from Africa, you've seen these places before. This is what they're trying to go with. It is apparently um, inspired by a man named Chef Lenny DeGeorge who uh, is the man sort of spearheading the project here. And then they go into, which I won't uh, go too far into this, into all of the different food. We'll go into that individually as we go through. Mm -hmm. The first thing I want to discuss, Mike, before we get into the food, is on the Disney Parks blog there is five or six different photographs of just the aesthetics of the area, and um, I think you'll agree with me when when I say that once again they have managed to do this beautifully and seamlessly. Totally, I mean it just fits exactly into the look of uh, both sections of the Harambe Village that we have now. Um, you know, I love the look of the buildings. I mean, they show a picture of the one of the one of the. Um, 
counter is called Famous Sausages, and it has sort of painted on the side, mm-hmm. you know, you know, with curry, five stars, you know, right, right. You know, they have um, you know signs, including menus and stuff that are sort of made in the old Harambe Market kind of way. It's it's great. It's it, it looks like it's been there forever. You know, the whole thing. There's also a sign that says something about a dairy, fresh dairy, or something like that. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if that what, what what that's all about. But we'll get into that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I the water tower is gorgeous, Mike. The one the one photograph that kind of caused me to pause was the um, for lack of better word, the textiles or the sort of um, clothing that they're selling. Or I, I don't know if they're selling it. I, yeah, don't, know. I don't know if they're selling or if that's just you just know, a pretend, just right pretend an aesthetic place. Yep. Not, yeah, um, because it doesn't. If you look at it, it, I mean, it, like things are on hangers, and it it looks like somebody just threw open something real quick. It's like one of these little, you know, stands where a guy just comes out and you know throws out some stuff he made at home, kind of. Right. Um, I can't imagine that these things are really for sale. All the bags, I suppose, could be. I mean, people who look sure. at the Parks blog or even the post that I put up today, you could see some of the clothing and some of like the cloth and the bags and stuff like that. Uh, none of them have price tags on it, though. So, no, uh, none was- of them do. None of them do. I did notice that. Um, but it's a cool little aesthetic. Now, they do a gallery mm-hmm. of pictures of the marketplace itself, the buildings. They do a gallery of the food. I want to make just a couple more mentions about the gallery of the pictures of the aesthetics. The aging on the on the um, on these buildings is exquisite. Uh, the design of them is exquisite. They they're they're very much incorporating that sort of Persian influence that happens that, that's particularly relevant in East Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, so you see, you know, just little art, artistic um, details in there that are really kind of cool. I also think, even though they've offered quite a few pictures here, they've also there. My guess is there's still a lot of stuff not ready to be photographed. Because they put together about 14 different pictures, and probably seven of them are all of the same building. Yeah, the famous sausages. <laughs> yeah, all of the same facade of the same building. So my guess is that there's still a lot of um, you know <laughs> tape and, and, and tools and, and stuff like that lying mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks absolutely perfect. Um, I, they don't show the seating yet. Um, nope. but, th- but they do point out that there's going to be shaded seating. So what we've seen up to date is pretty much just an open market. But there's but you can see in a, in one or two of the pictures, um, especially the photograph of the uh, of the water tower, you could see there's sort of a shaded area there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not showing us underneath that, which means there's probably paint cans or something underneath that. I would imagine <laughs> probably. <laughs> but uh, so. Let's get into what's going to be there. Okay. Um, it, there's no mention of anything beyond food, correct? There is, uh, well, and drink. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do mention the various different. One of the four counters is called um, Wanjohi, I guess is how you pronounce it, which is, means brewer in Swahili. Right. It's going to have... African Wines by The Glass, Safari Amber, and uh, an Orlando Brewing IPA on draft, Sangria, you know, a couple of different, uh, you know, uh, signature drinks. One that when they reference there is the Star of Harambe, which, of course, will have a souvenir mug as uh, 
you know, many things do nowadays. Yeah. Um, so there's one sort of bar place and then three uh, food areas. Yeah. Uh, so um, what I was. OK, so but I, I'm, I'm actually correcting myself because. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I'm reading it. I'm, I'm reading it as we're going through here. Sure. There's going to be a bar area or at least a booth. Area and there's also going to be merchandise shops. It does say merchandise. It does shops. say that. Okay, I, I didn't see that the first time I read through it because it's the last sentence in there, um, and they don't specify any kind of merchandise shops. No. But there and, is and, obviously going to be some sort of shops included with this, right? And my guess again um, is going to be if you look at the concept art that we had posted, I guess it's about five six months ago now, back in November. There mm-hmm. is one building that you. You can't really see the front of, and it's a little bit off to the left of the marketplace. That's probably going to be the shop, um, or, or you know, it might, might be even like two shops in one building. Who right. knows? Um, do you re- do you it, remember, Mike, from those from the aerial photos? If you'll be able to enter, if it's possible that you'll be able to enter the Mombasa marketplace or the Zawani Traders from that side? No, I don't believe you will be, Dan. Okay. It's a separate building. That's it's what a I distinct thought. building. That's what I thought. Yeah. You'll be able to enter the marketplace from the pathway kind of – so if you're staring at uh, Old Harambe, you're looking at the – you know, coming over the bridge and looking at it. To the right is that path that leads towards Asia. You'll be able to enter it from there. Right. And you'll also be able to enter it from around the other side of Mombasa Marketplace, sort of on the way to Pangani and the, and the train station. The Zawani traders will be sort of a fork in the road. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. So um, – Let's talk about what we do know for sure. So there's some merchandise shops. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they also talk about how this, along with the old Harambe Theater, doubles the size of the original village. I think it actually more than doubles it, but that's uh, certainly space-wise, they doubled it already. But um, let's talk about the individual spots. And I'm going to start with one that I think they're already kind of angling towards... Um, being the signature dish here, which is Chef Mwanga's, as we mentioned before, is going to have a spice-rubbed karubi rib with green papaya carrot slaw. Mm-hmm. And um, where did I read that this was going to be the turkey leg? Oh, uh, on the Parks blog. Yeah, that. it's the... Okay. <laughs> so I guess these are going to be like dinosaur-sized ribs, is what I'm understanding. Yeah. I guess. I mean, it looks pretty good when you look at the. Yeah. There's pictures of it on the website. Yes, it looks good. Yeah. Yep. There is. Um, so that's going to be specific to this chef Mwanga. So I'm assuming. But, but by the way, just I mean, just for mm-hmm. as a side note, it doesn't really look like it's something you could just carry around the park eating it. Um, these ribs. I mean, so it's not really like a turkey leg. Right. But right. Right. That's you know, I'm nitpicking now. But they must think they've got a winner here if they're going to devote an entire. Uh, station to just that and say well, this is the rib station. You know? Well, that's the weird thing. They have three stations, and from each station, except for one, uh, on one station, they name two things that they're selling. Right. And the other two, they only sell say one thing that they're what they ha- that they have. I I have to imagine there's going to be more than just one potential item at that at each of those booths. So let's talk about the other ones. You mentioned already famous sausages. Right, and the only is, thing they t- talk about here is the corn dogs. Right. Uh, um, 
inspired by a sausage called a, a, a Borrowers or something like that. It's a uh, sure, uh, a South African sausage, um, and it's going to be dipped in a curry-infused corn batter, which sounds really interesting. Yeah, um, the, I'm in. The weird thing about the pictures is that they actually took two pictures mm-hmm. of some of these dishes, like as if we needed another angle or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's the same picture, though, really. It's the same picture. It's just one of them they show, like, the the salad that they that they mention as well. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, I, I, my guess is, uh, my guess is I agree with you, Mike, is that we're, we're just sort of getting a taste of this, but not really getting the whole... The whole story here yet, right? So the the good with regards to this particular menu, right? So the famous sausages is one of them, and all they say is it's these corn dogs. I got to imagine there's other things, even if it's just you know hot dogs, you know, for kids or, or something. Yeah, that's got to so, be somewhere in here. There's that's got to be offered mm-hmm. somewhere in here. Mm-hmm. I think these might just be sort of the quote unquote signature items for each of these little places, but there'll be other stuff I would imagine. And the third and uh, the fourth and final um, food window is going to be the Kitamu or Kitamu Grill, Mm -hmm. which will offer skewered chicken and a kebab flatbread uh, sandwich, um, which I I believe looks like beef to me. Um, It does, unless it's lamb, but it's probably Yeah, it could be lamb as well. You're right. Uh, Both of these dishes look really intriguing. I mean, and very African, East African, very, very East African. I mean, if you look at um, pictures of these East, you know, these East African markets in these, you know, cities and you know, in Kenya and Tanzania and Zanzibar, they almost always have, you know, skewered meat grilling on these things. So this is very authentic for that area. And the fourth thing Mike already mentioned is the um, the uh, the refreshments, the brewer, mm-hmm. uh, Juan Joey or something like that, which is going to offer basically just uh, adult beverages and some non-alcoholic things as well, um, South African wines and, and that kind of stuff, um, which I think is great. I, I, it sounds to me like it's not going to be a bar, just a window that you walk up and get these drinks at. Right. Um and I'm going to make an assumption, Dave, when you look at the concept art or the even the picture here, there's like a blue building that's got like a checkerboard in front of it. Yeah. I'm going to place a bet that that is the bar because that doesn't it's a smaller building and it you know doesn't need to be attached to a kitchen. Now, all of these buildings seem to be um, just the kitchen, just the walk up like a truck, like a kiosk. There doesn't seem mm-hmm. to be any place where you can go sit inside. But we don't know that yet because we did notice on the original concept art that there might be some indoor, sort of indoor seating um, in, so, in, a, in a building that looked kind of that Persian look. Uh, right. We saw some tables possibly in there. Maybe that's even where the merchandise might be as well. We don't know that yet. Um, we see another building with the water tower that I mentioned before as well that looks like it may have some um, windows there. I think that's the bar, Dave. Yeah, that could be the bar. I'm a little disappointed that we're not getting a proper bar. Uh, but I guess Dawa is right there, so it seems kind of weird to have. It would be a little weird to have two of them right next to each other. Right, so you, you're able to get the beer or whatever there and sit sit anywhere you want in that area. So I mean, it makes some sense. Yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of the whole. I have to go to this window, you go to that window if that's what you want. Um, I, I I like the idea of 
you know, but but I think it works here because it fits the story, right? It fits the theme of mm-hmm. these markets where people are cooking different things all around you. Uh, so it's kind of you know it kind of fits in there. Do we know, Mike? Are they now going to move the fruit stand that's in front of uh, Kilimanjaro over to this space? I have always heard that that was a, a, a you know. The, in the in the works, but that that's not part of this blog post. So you know, maybe maybe it won't be. But um, I did hear that. Yeah, I heard that too. That's why I asked you. I thought it was. It would make sense because to to mm-hmm. open up that area over there would be a little helpful. Um, and it you know obviously it would make sense for the whole theme of the marketplace. Uh, anything else I'm missing here, information wise? I don't think so. Information wise, no, I don't think so. So my first sort of opinion of this, or my first sort of impression, is that, uh, yes, we're only getting, I believe, what's going to be a limited options in the menu. Um, I do think Mike's probably right. I think we're going to get a lot of sort of Americanized options Mm -hmm. as well in here. But at least, in my mind at least, it's a positive that the signature dishes are African ethnic-inspired dishes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I also like the uh, – I like how they uh, – well, one of the things they did put in the post is the theme of the area, which I think is great. And it's this colonial-era train depot. Yeah. Um, you know, this is supposed to be like a train station that – you know, this is where people get off to go to, you know, the little town of Harambe and then, you know, go into the uh, Harambe Wildlife Reserve. It's kind of like a jumping-off point for the travelers across yep. the African continent. I like it. I, I like the, the theming of it. And I mentioned when we first saw the concept art, I mentioned one of the things that I really was wishing for was that the train, the uh, Wildlife Express train, would be brought into this theme. And obviously it is. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, it's not going to stop there. I mean, I Mm -hmm. I wouldn't think it's going to stop there uh, unless they move the entrance to Rafiki's over to here. But I I don't see any plans for that or any idea to to think that would happen. but it, it's gonna it, it's gonna be part of it. You're gonna see that train go by. You're gonna hear it go by, and it's gonna really, I think, integrate the train's fantastic aesthetic because mm-hmm. the train is gorgeous. The certainly the engine is amazingly gorgeous, and to, to bring that into this whole concept here of Harambe is just a, a, a great treat, and I, I'm I'm really happy about it. The only thing I'm disappointed at is I would like to have seen some actual African beer. <laughs> I know that's a nitpick. But I would like to have seen a, an African beer or two offered. Not uh, Safari Amber, which is a Budweiser product, and a Orlando. <laughs> well, you do, well, yeah, I know. But you don't, uh, you, we don't know. Those are the two that are going to be on draft. That's not to say you won't be able to pick up uh, that's a good point. That, that's a bottle like, like you can at Dawa. Exactly. That's a great point, Mike. I'm, I'm glad you pointed, pointed that out because you're, you're, you're right about that. There are uh, definitely options uh, at Dow Bar. You can buy, I think, Tusker is one of them, mm-hmm. um, and a few others. It's uh, there are there are options, there, but there are but there are quite a few uh, African beers that um, you know that that they could have brought up. Castle is one of them that comes to mind. There's there's a few popular beers that could have made mm-hmm. it here. I would like to have seen one of those. There is. I've actually seen. A um, in uh, Tanzania has a beer that's called Kilimanjaro something, like the Kilimanjaro. Um, oh, really? Amber. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I always, always hope they'd bring that in somehow, some way, some way, shape, or form. Because the bottle is actually a picture of the of the mountain. 
That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. I've always been waiting for that. But uh, so, what are your what what stands out to you here? Well, what stands out to me the the first thing that came to my mind was um, you know we when we talked about on our show about well, I guess about six or seven episodes ago what we hope uh, happens at Harambe Market and the thing I really wanted the most was sort of you know a, a an homage to the street food of Africa and just sort of incorporate that. So I'm very happy that they're they're actually doing that. Yes. Flatbreads and kebabs and things like Kaba- that. The skewers for sure. You're right. I mean, that's very much in that wheelhouse. Yeah. So that was the first thing that popped in my mind. And then the theming, the idea that this is a train station. Yeah. Um, you know, in the, colonial Africa was just replete with train stations and, and trains. And it's a real integral part of the history of, colonial africa so i'm glad sure. they brought that into i you know i don't want to sound i mean i obviously i i would like to have seen maybe a permanent stage for the bands or something like that or like i said even like a, a, a maybe another bar a few more bar stools never hurt anybody uh but all in all um besides those sort of nitpicky little things i mean this looks fantastic mm-hmm. this 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 looks Exactly what we wanted. I think we. I think the two of us feared we'd have this beautiful themed area, and then they'd be selling turkey legs. Right. You know, and now we're not getting that. So that's. Well, we might get turkey. Well, we're not going to get turkey legs, but we'll probably. But you know what I mean. mean <laughs> there's gonna. There's probably gonna be burger in there or hot dogs or. Right. You know something. They're gonna have stuff for kids, for example. Um, you know, I also noticed that there's no. You know, one of the things we talked about there was was the possibility of moving. Like ice cream and Dole Whips here. There's none of that. So again, I wonder if uh, Tamu Tamu is going to see a change. Mike, is this the first open air dining spot that's just an open air dining spot in Disney? I mean, I'm thinking of dinner at a place like this with the lights at night uh, in Harambe. I mean, it's... uh, I mean, the potential here for it being just a terrific experience is gigantic. Well, I mean, there is the there's sunset. A f- yeah, there's a few, right? Yeah. You know, over a year ago when when we first broke the news that this was coming, um, you know, the thing I'd heard was it's going to be a lot like Sunset Ranch over on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood Studios, which oh, is right. basically three or four little spots and a bunch of seating around it. I mean, this is much better thematically. I mean, Sunset oh, sure. Ranch is just pretty... It's like basically picnic benches and some turkey legs and a grill or whatever. So this is much better, but it is kind of like that. I mean, I mean, Sunset Ranch is kind of like that. Yeah, I guess, I guess it is. But it's, I, 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 I it's just not good. I mean, it's like you know, you're right, no, you're right, no. But so, I mean, so it's, it's and, and this, but this is one where the where that concept would encourage people to, I think, come there. And and if I were there at night. Oh yeah, this is where I would probably go. I but mean, it's going to look great. It's going to look incredible. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I could imagine sitting there at night, you know, going to get myself a safari amber or a uh, what, what was it called? The star of uh, star of Harambe. The star of Harambe with the African rum and some mango puree. I mean, how could you go wrong with those two things? This sounds fantastic. <laughs> You're not going to go for the Orlando Brewing. Up. I four IPA. Oh sure, but I mean, there's obviously a lot of other things you need to try if, as well. I mean, well, I gotta try the Orlando Brewing at least once to check it in on Untapped. Yeah. <laughs> After that, who knows? I'm not a Sangria fan, so I'm not gonna do. Oh any no, of I like Sangria. Yeah, I know you do, but I'll, I'll go for the Star of Harambe. That does sound good. It's frozen. 
Rum, mangoes, you're the, you're everything you need right there. You got, it does you got also everything you mention. Need. It also mentions which I found interesting. Sort of, I mean, not to say that it's like, um, uh, what's the name of the place in um, in Epcot? I'm drawing a blank. Club Cool. Oh, okay. It has fountain beverages, including Sparberry from Zimbabwe, which I believe has been in Club Cool, hasn't it? And Bebo I, from South Africa. I, so, I, I, I could only assume, Mike. I can't remember the last time I was yeah, in Club Cool. Yeah, so a cool. couple of those sodas from one from Zimbabwe, one from South Africa. Very cool. Is going to be available in the uh, Wanjohi, I think that's how you pronounce it, refreshments. How long do you think they're actually going to be on the menu there? Six months? Well, Sparberry was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but nobody knows what it is. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, they might describe it as a... You know, a berry soda, and people might get it. I don't yeah, know. We'll see. They might. It's got to get a. Uh, it's got. It's got to get a cult following or something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Anything else to mention here before we uh, call it a show? I don't think so, Dave. I don't think so. All there's right. Still more to learn. I mean, the only thing I would say there's still more to learn. Like, what's the rest of the menu? What's the shops? But this is a great uh, first taste of it. Yeah, it's going to be – it's very exciting looking. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget we're going to have another show uh, coming up in just a couple of days, so stay tuned for all that. There's plenty of information. All the rest of the news from the last couple of weeks will be in there as well. Thank you very much for Safari Mike. I'm Dave McBride. Quaharini, go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. Na kungungu, na utukuku, ata kelele.